together unto thee. We are gathering together unto thee. Unto the Lord shall the gathering of the people be. We are gathering together unto thee. But are we really? Are we really gathering together unto thee? Are the gatherings of the people still unto the Lord? Hi, bloomers and brunettes. She here. Welcome back to the Blooming Chi. I hope everybody's doing well, hasn't taken care of themselves, hasn't taken care of their garden. Um, I'm just really happy to be here. So today's date is 5th of September and it is currently 1.56am and I'm recording this podcast episode. And the Lord put this on my heart. It's been on my heart for like a week plus now, this word. And... I just want to share it. I really must share it. But before we begin, I just want to, I just want to make something clear or emphasize on something once again that I like I did in the first episode, but maybe not a lot of people caught it. And so in the last, I believe it's over a month, okay, not yet a month since I put out the first episode. But within that period, yeah, a lot of people have reached out like, oh my gosh, like when they put out the next one, like I really can't wait. And um I would really love to give a timeline and say every week, you know, every two weeks. But with this sort of thing, when you're committed to God in this way, you must be okay with not knowing. Because like I said, the word will come fresh from the desk of the Lord. Like he will sign it and say, this is the word for my people. So I'm just here to do his work. So honestly, if you see me every six months, know that it is the word that God has for you. That is coming and you can find me on other social media platforms on every social media at chizam c-h-e-e-z-a-m but back to the word for today we are gathering together unto thee let's go to matthew 6 33 we're going to go bible and i'm going to make sure that you see it in the word of the lord so <laughs> if you're with me if you're listening and you can Go ahead and open Matthew 6.33. And it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. And all other things will be added unto you. When we speak about seeking the kingdom of God first, Above all things. I don't know why it's so daunting. But at the same time I know. Because Paul makes it clear in Romans. And says. What I don't want to do. I do. And what I want to do I don't do. The evil I don't want to do is what I do. And the good I want to do I do not do. And so when I think about that verse. It's like oh yes. Of course we seek the kingdom of God first. And it's righteousness. Because the promise says and all other things will be added unto you. But we just want the promise. We want the reward. We want the blessing without the seeking. But our gatherings won't be unto him if each and every single individual is not seeking him. Because it says in the song, we are gathering together unto thee. 
and unto the Lord shall the gathering of the people be. So imagine if there were 10 people, the gathering was of 10 people. And only one person in those 10 people was taking their time in their quiet place to gather with the Lord and sit with him in quiet place and have quiet time with him. When those 10 people come together, the gathering is not unto the Lord. Because what are you feeding your flesh with? Because you're feeding your flesh. Those nine people are feeding their fleshes. And that one person is feeding his spirit or his or her spirit. I always say, if you're not feeding your spirit, you're feeding your flesh. Consciously or unconsciously. And so if there is a gathering of ten people and only one person is putting in the work with the Lord in the secret place and seeking him first. That gathering is still not unto the Lord. Because we've missed it. The Bible tells us in Matthew 18. I'm going to go there very quickly. Matthew 18, just um, stay with me. Matthew 18, verse 18 to 20. And I read, truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. So if in the midst of three people, only one person is gathering together unto the Lord in secret place. When those three people come together, it is still one person. Because those two people are not putting in the work. And so the gathering is still not unto the Lord because those people have been gratifying their flesh. Those people... Have not been putting in the time in the quiet place. They've not been studying their word. And they think they can make up for it every Sunday. It doesn't work that way. So when we say we are gathering together unto him. That is why we see it in our world today. The gatherings are no longer unto him. The songs we even sing will tell you that. The songs are all about bless me Lord. Bless me. It's not bad but if you lose sight. Of the true meaning of seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You wouldn't even be thinking about all the other things that have added unto you. Why? Because they will come. You don't have to ask for it. They will come. But when your focus is to gratify your flesh. To make your flesh feel good. It's just to say, oh Lord, I love you Lord. Use me Lord. Nobody goes through fire. We sing the song. I want to be tried by fire. Purify. Take whatever you desire. Don't go through fire and come out looking the same. Nothing ever goes through fire and comes out looking the same. So you must seek ye first the kingdom of God and be consumed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. But you cannot rely on somebody else's fire. Because they had to light it in the presence of the Lord. They had to gather with him first as an individual because the word said, For where two or three gather in my name. But the work didn't start there because it goes back to seeking his kingdom first. Are you, you, so we are three. Chisan is seeking the kingdom of God and two other people. And, and then we gather. And then we gather. We are not agreeing on the same thing. Because when we discuss, when we come together, what I'm saying, I learned in secret place, you can't understand because you're talking about what the pastor taught the other day. 
to every line and then that person is fire and then i'm like okay let's think about this if you can't explain what the pastor said if you don't know it's beyond the bible verse that he preached if you are waiting sunday sunday if you don't even do sunday sunday if you do once a month what happens then you want to rely on my fire you want to rely on my seeking him it won't work it won't work this is why the gatherings are no longer unto him because some are putting in the work and others aren't and then those people that aren't are now relying on people that are and then they just want the promises and the blessings and everything that flows but you are not seeking his kingdom first you are not seeking his kingdom first the bible tells us in psalms 1 2 2 verse 1 i was glad when they said let us go up to the house of the lord I was glad. When last were you glad to go to the house of the Lord? Do you now do it as routine, as a chore, because you must to take off a list? Where two or three are gathered, Lord, you said you would be there, and Lord, we are here and we honor your presence. <laughs> you honor his presence because there are multitudes. But let me see your secret place now. Why am I hearing roaches and crickets and seeing cobwebs on your Bible? When last did you open it? everyone must seek him first for themselves for the gathering to be unto him we must all know him individually and then the gathering will be unto him that's the problem we are seeing today That is why it is no longer unto him. And the charge is that each and every single one of us listening to this and beyond, that we go back to a place of seeking his kingdom first and then coming to the gathering. Only then will it be unto him. Only then, only then, only then, only then, only then whatever you bound will be loosed. Only then so as we think about the goodness of God as we think about the things he has done for us that we didn't have to ask him to do because he's that good he doesn't need you to be good to him for him to be good to you we must not forget there are certain levels of things we will not access if we don't make our gathering unto him because now the gatherings are unto us we are gathering together unto us (laughs) we are gathering together unto us unto me shall the gathering 
of the people here. We are God's hands gather unto us. And what does that look like? I am tired. I don't want to read my Bible, Lord. I am tired. I don't want to read my Bible, Lord. <laughs> I wish Satan, you know, took breaks. I wish principalities and powers took breaks. But they don't. The Bible tells us that this war is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the dark ages. But if we are not seeking the kingdom of God and putting on the breastplate of righteousness and the armor of God and staying firm in our faith, because how do the righteous war we war by faith but we can't have faith if we have not been seeking him you can't have what you have not sought after you can't have it jesus the son of god god in human form still took out time to go to the temple still secluded himself from the crowd to glean from the lord he was the one that said we should seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all other things will be added unto us. So Jesus, our perfect example, did that. Then who are we? Who are we? Who are we to think that we can live this life and say we are gathering together unto him? Stop lying. Stop deceiving yourself. Look at it now. Oh, what then what what is the difference between you and the world the world that you left or should i say you're still in look it's not easy nobody ever said it was i'm speaking to you today but who knows tomorrow if i will be gathering with him but that is where the grace of God comes in. But we should not take it for granted. We should remain in a position of awe. In a position of never-ending awe that makes us go back to his presence. Because you can't say you love somebody. Put it into context. I love someone. I want to know about that person. When you meet someone... You interact with them. Hey, how are you? How's your day going? What do you like? What's your favorite color? How do you know what God's favorite color is? You open his Bible. You open the word of God. Those are love letters he has left you for ages. You want to know his character. Because if you are gleaning from another person's experience... Of who they say God is. Those are rumors. You're living your life based on rumors? No. You must sit in the quiet place. You must hunger and thirst for him. The Bible says that the hunger and thirst of the righteous they shall be completely saturated they shall be completely satisfied blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be completely satisfied 
and you can't be satisfied if you're not hungry. You can't be satisfied if you're craving a palate that is not what he has prepared for. You must be okay with being hungry in his presence. And the beauty is that he is your hunger and he is your satisfaction. He is your thirst and he is the living water. The Bible says in Psalms 1 verse 1 to 3, Blessed am I, for I walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but my delight is in the word of the Lord, and in his word I meditate day and night. I am like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I bring forth my fruit in my season. My leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever I do prospers. Blessed am I, I walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. The ungodly don't seek the kingdom of God. Sinners don't seek the kingdom of God. Blessed am I that I don't walk and sit where the scornful sit. But my delight is in the word of the Lord. The Bible tells us that he will give us the desires of our heart. But, you know, if that was the case, then we should all have the cars we've been dreaming of since we were five. But to have desires of your heart fulfilled means that you must delight in the presence of the Lord. Because when you spend time with somebody and start to delight in what they delight in, naturally, that thing will be given to you. Why? Because you are thinking like them. You know what they like. And so your mind has been conditioned to like what they like. But you can't like what somebody likes if you don't know them back to the whole thing about if you love somebody, you make time for them to get to know them, their character, their likes, their dislikes. You will meditate on the word of God day and night if you truly love him. Is your love for God enough to keep you in his presence? The Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your might, all your strength, all your soul, all your spirit, all your everything. The other day, I opened um, social media before I spoke to God. And what I heard in my spirit immediately was, so you can't say good morning. <laughs> you know the song? Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. I know you come from heaven above the holy spirit teach us the truth good morning jesus good morning lord <laughs> and when he said that to me i was like ah wow but really so you can't say good morning who promised you life if you slept you woke up you think is your right You think, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't worry. Next week, I'll call you by 5. It's 3 p.m. Two whole hours. Do you know what can happen? Oh, I'm just going across the room. Let me just cross. Do you know how people have been, have, have been hit? But you don't want to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Because if you don't meet Jesus, if he doesn't come in your generation, you will meet him first. And when he asks you, ah, 
So what do you do with what I give you? How do you steward it? They will say, mm, it was boring, so the garden was onto myself, not to you. Sorry, but you know, don't be angry. Don't be angry. I tried, I tried. He will spit you out. Do you like do you like warm tea? No. He doesn't want anything lukewarm. No, he will spit you out. He will not tell you whether my good and faithful servant. He said, I depart from me, I never knew you. This is where the problem is in our world today. In the body of Christ. We are no longer gathering unto him because there is this new it's not new per se, but it's this lie of the enemy that we no longer have to gather unto him. We just need to say the salvation prayer once and then still live the way we used to live. You, like I said, you can't go through fire and come out the same. Nothing comes out the same from fire. So I don't know what fire you are being consumed by. I don't know what fire. Because if you are truly gathering unto him in your secret place and going to gather with other people who have been gathering unto him, there will be fire. That's what happened with the disciples in the upper room. That's why we had the day of Pentecost because those people had gathered unto him secretly and then they did it publicly. He says, I will bless what you do in your secret place for I, the father, sees it. He sees you in your secret place. He is El Roy, the God that sees and hears all things. So, are we still gathering together unto thee? Are we still gathering together unto him? We need to return to a place of honesty. Because what is keeping us bound is the fact that we don't want to accept truly that our gatherings are no longer unto him. Because pay attention to your Christian songs. <laughs> Quote unquote. Because when you hear those lyrics, sometimes it's like, okay, why does my flesh like this? It's not supposed to be appeasing to my flesh. Why is it seeming like a shortcut? There's no shortcut, it's a narrow road. It's a narrow road. That's why it says the harvest is plenty but the laborers are few because not everyone is gathering together unto him. Not everybody is seeking him. Not everybody is glad to go up to the house of the Lord. People are gathering but it's not unto his name because he will only come when it's unto his name. Matthew 18 verse 20 says that where two or three are gathered in my name I will be there. You can't have the promise without putting in the work. So you want the spirit of God? You better start. You better start seeking him wholeheartedly.
in your quiet time beyond what your pastors do in church. Because your pastor has the spirit of God on the inside of him and so do you. So why are you relying on the spirit of God that is one in him to speak to you when you have access to him, direct access, the veil has been torn. There is no excuse. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that we return to a heart posture of humility and honesty that enables us to see where we have gone wrong and how far we have gone, that we may return and say, Lord, help us. That we don't know how to truly gather unto you anymore because it's not easy, it's hard and it's uncomfortable and we don't like that, we don't like to be challenged. We just want to say the prayer once and go on and live the same way but we must must be consumed, O God, through fire of Holy Spirit, Spirit of living God. Consume us. And convict us and change us and transform us, Lord, from the inside out. Let us sit at your feet. Let us know what is important, Lord. Let us desire your presence wholly. Let us come to you fully and acceptable, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. And when we say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, we will not take it for granted because the Holy Holy Spirit and I, we must fellowship with him. And fellowship is sitting at the feet of the Lord. We will not be Martha's. Instead, we'll be Mary's. We will sit at your feet and listen and pick what is important in Jesus' name. Nothing is more important than you. So we will fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Almighty. We are sorry. We are so sorry, Lord. There's a song that's on my heart, and I think I've sang a lot in this episode, but that's that's one of the special ways the Lord speaks through me. When the music fades and the earth is swept away, and I simply cry. The heart of worship. I'll bring you more than the song. For the song in itself is not what you have required. You search more deeper within. Through the wastings of fear, you're looking into my heart. Oh, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. And it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things that made it. And it's all about you. And it's all about you, Jesus. So, bloomers and brunettes, 
I hope this carries you for as long as the Lord brings me to you again. I feel like Paul <laughs> writing the letters when he starts with, I thank my God whenever I think of you. And at the end he says, may the grace of the Lord Almighty be upon you. And I'll see you soon. I love you. I'll send this person to you. <laughs> but I pray that this word carries you through, prunes your heart, your desires, your thoughts, your thinking, convicts you as you go. May the word convict me too as well, Lord. I'm not exempt from this, which is why I'm so passionate about it. I thank you, Lord, for this word. I pray that it is relevant forever. Thank you, Lord, for increasing in me and I decrease, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your people. Thank you, Lord, for your gardens. I pray they take care of it in a way that pleases you, O God. For our gardens are your temple. Help us, Lord, to glorify you in each and every single way. Amen. See you guys when I see you guys. Mwah. Don't forget to take care of your garden. Love you. Bye.